Well, good morning, everybody. This is Bear Williams. Welcome to another episode of Transformed. Um, today, we're going to be di- discussing something that I think is very important for business owners um, who are Christian. I think a lot of us as business owners, sometimes um, we try to c- operate according to the world's principles. We we buy the latest system or the latest marketing strategy and we get all these other things. But the truth of the matter is God has left us a business, a, a business blueprint that if we follow will, will actually prosper us in ways that we could never imagine. So uh, these principles, once again, principles are are universal. If you learn a principle in one sector of life, Guess what? That principle is going to be able to to go to another sector of life. Do you learn a a physical fitness principle? Um, Not just a a movement or an exercise, but an actual principle. You will actually be able to use that in your finances or use that in your um, your life in relationships because principles are universal. God built everything based on principle uh, and God is not a respecter of person. But he does respect his principle. So you have to be mindful and be uh, understanding of what those principles are. So today we're going to be talking about one of those principles, which is the principles of work, 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 work. A lot of people have a tendency to, um, particularly Christians, they think that just because they pray for something that God is obligated to do it. God gives us two things. He gave us two things that were extremely important. Number one, the first, the two most important things that God gave. Number one was uh, his image. Number two was his likeness. So we have the image of God and we have the likeness of God. Uh, when, because we have his image, he's empowered us with the ability to do certain things. We oftentimes don't utilize the image to the fullest of its potential. We don't utilize the, the, the power that lays within, that lies within um, our having access to his image. But number two, we have his likeness. How do we, how are we thinking? How are we processing? We have to not only utilize what we've been given uh, as far as our image. Yes, I have the ability to, to do this or to do that, to do this. But am I doing it according to the mind of God? Have I, am, I, am I operating from a mind that is um, conducive with the mind of Christ? So a lot of people who go into business, that God has gifted them with the ability to create things like, um, say, for instance, me or let's use somebody a little different. Let's use Jesus. Let's use Jesus, for example. Jesus was a carpenter. And as a carpenter, his thing was that he wanted to focus on making sure that whatever he created as a carpenter was the highest quality. Everything he made. He made it in such a way that he was, uh, uh, it was as unto the Lord. Everybody knew the quality of work that Jesus provided. He he was so recognized for the quality of his work that the Bible says when they got ready to identify Jesus, is not this the carpenter? Is not this the carpenter's son? So Jesus was so, Joseph had ingrained so much quality and so much uh, 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 
passion into being a carpenter that they were recognized as being such. Many people who are in business nowadays, they just throw stuff together and expect people to accept that. That's not that's not right. That's not fair to the to the consumer. And as a Christian, you are absolutely discrediting the work of God and you can't you shouldn't be even asking God to prosper your business because if you're just looking for if you're just in it for the money and you're not in it to produce some, something that reflects the kingdom of God, then immediately you are. You're, what's the point of you having a business? If that's all you were doing, if that's all that's if that's the only reason you are in business is to make money and you're a believer, you're in the business for the wrong reason. Because your business is supposed to be an extension of the kingdom of God and your creation that you create are supposed to also be a demonstration of the kingdom of God. So your quality of work should always exceed whatever what everybody else is expecting. Now, I'm not talking based on what their viewpoints are. They should they should be surprised at how much quality you provide. Even if you're not uh, spending a whole lot of money, the service should be exceptional. If Even if you're making just a, a fish sandwich, don't deliver the fish sandwich and, and, and you have a bad attitude. That reflects everything that the kingdom stands for. Not only how you make it, but how you present it. You can't tell me that you are a Christian and you're you're you you really don't understand the essence the importance of customer service. Oh, it's over there. I mean, what what is that? When you go to a restaurant and somebody just instead of bringing it to you with a smile, they give you an attitude. That's not right service. That doesn't reflect the kingdom of God. And God is looking for his people to begin to step out and say, okay, now we're going to show the world how this is done. The Bible is full of examples of people who have stepped out into business, stepped out into ministry, stepped out into life and just excelled. And people, and these were people were, were exceptional. God is looking for us to be exceptional. So the first thing we're going to have to do is what Proverbs 29, 13 says. The, the verse says, the poor man and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. When the first thing you have to understand is that the when God creates us, he doesn't just say this one's rich, this one's poor. He gives, he equips both of them. Both of them have sight. He gives them every tool that they need in order for them to be successful. The difference between the poor man and the rich man is how they utilize the abilities that they've been given. So ask yourself, how how, how am I utilizing the abilities and the talents that I've been blessed with? How are you using your sight? How are you using your vision? Do you, is your vision on one on money or is your vision on quality? Is your vision on this or that? How do you use your hands? Are your hands being used to 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 build people up or to build things or to create things or are you simply uh just playing video games all the time? You can't expect to be prosperous uh if, if, if all you're doing is wasting time. Now, that's not to say that I know people who are making money, good money, playing video games. They're making great money. So that's not even, that used to be something that people used to say to the belittle people. But the truth be, be, truth be told, 
There are ways they make money even playing video games. But are you being, is your mentality based on um, being having a poverty mentality or are you operating according to the kingdom? And if you are a part of the kingdom, then your mentality will always be God has created you to be a king and a priest. As a king, we rule, but as a priest, we serve. We are called not only to rule, but we're also called to serve. So God wants to prosper us as kings, but he also wants to trust that we can be humble enough to be servants. That is a true principle that God is looking for. The um, Proverbs 10 and 4 says, lazy hands make for make a, make a man poor, but diligent hands bring wealth. Are you diligent with your hands? Are you being, are you consistently doing the things that are needed in order for your businesses to be successful? Are you learning new tricks? Are you learning new um, uh, uh, trades? Are you doing the things that you need to do? Are you going out? Are you shaking hands? Are you kissing babies? Are you getting to know your clientele? Are you out marketing? Are you going out shaking hands and, and getting to know the community? Are you, is, or are you expecting things to just come to you? Because if you're expecting things to just fall in your lap. Trust me, from my 20-something years of business, it don't work that way. You will never be successful beyond your ability to, to actually tap into the ability of getting to know the people that you are serving. If you don't have a customer service-based mentality, if you don't get out and get to know people, think about it. Why do you think Jesus actually, when he did ministry, didn't refrain, didn't restrain himself uh, 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 by only going into the temple and preaching? Why do you think Jesus went out to the, the masses? Because he knew that if what he had, they needed, he had to go to them in order to get them to to be aware of what he had, number one, and number two, to, sh to give them the, the access to what he had. You can't expect as a pastor, as a business owner, for people to just come to you and, and that's it. That's not the answer. They're going to show up at church on Sunday. They're going to come to my business during the week. No, you have to be present. You have to be out there. You have to go to them. He sent you into the highways and the byways to prosper. You're at your job as an extension of the kingdom. You are doing what you do as an extension of the kingdom. And God says, now I'm going to take you out there and I'm going to allow you to go out into the world and you are going to be a light in the midst of a dark place. But why are we so, why are we only expecting people to only want to be a light to the light. We come to church, people go to church just to be a light to each other. They go to the gym just to be hang around other fit people. No, that's not how that works. If you're if I as a personal trainer, I have an obligation to reach out to people who are in the unhealthier parts of town. I call it uh, fitness evangelism. I literally go out and I will talk to people who are out of shape or this or that on the middle of the street. And I will talk to them right there on the spot. Hey, you can do this, this, and this, and this is going to help you get this, this, and this. You have to have those things and you have to make, allow that, uh, uh, to be your norm. You have to be willing to reach out to others in order to, uh, accomplish what it is that you're doing. But, Another point that I think is very important, stop allowing your family or your situation that you were raised in to determine what, how your life is. 
Well, my mom is poor. My grandfather's fat. My uncle's fat. My my grandmother's poor. Every you got all these different things. No, I'm like, nobody's graduated college. Take ownership of your situation. Take ownership of your situation. Okay, it's it's good to be able to see people around you and what they've done with the things that they've been blessed with or things that they've neglected because it gives you an opportunity to see potentials, either good or bad. But that even though you see their potential and you see the potential that you could have, that doesn't mean that that's going to determine what you do, what you do. They, what you were witnessing when you see an obese uncle or an obese aunt or a skinny uncle or a fit uncle or a fit grandfather, what you're seeing is the visible uh, 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 outworking of their decisions. You're seeing their decisions in, uh, in, a, um, in a manifested form. So you have to make your decisions and your decisions will be based on you. Yes, you can look at them. Well, nobody in my family did this. Nobody in my family did that. And you're not your family. You're you. You may be connected to them, but guess what? That doesn't mean anything. You are you. You are you. And also on the flip side of that, don't go around pushing your what your decisions on other people. That's their decision. If they choose to be that way, if they choose to stay, not to exercise, so be it. If they choose to only eat fried foods, then so be it. Tell them, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm fit. Let your light shine. Live a fit, a, a fit life. Make them, you, you can actually be so healthy that you actually spark your family into wanting to do something different. Don't worry about that. Don't do this. Don't do that. You just focus on doing, making your decisions. Live your life the way that you are created to live and allow yourself to take ownership of your situations and your decisions and you're going to be successful. It never fails. Never let your family or your friends or even your spouse be the basis of your decision. You have to allow yourself to come to a place where you are a recognizing you. Do you take ownership of who you are? Number three, these uh, number four, rather, not only do you have to make sure that you are diligent in your work, make sure that you have that you understand that it, it, life is fair. Life is fair. You have opportunity to do whatever it is that you can do in your environment. It's fair. I don't care how anybody else looks at it. A person not born with hands. I know people, a, a guy who is a coach. I watched a thing on ESPN a few weeks ago. The guy is a coach. He has no arms, no legs, and he's in a wheelchair. And guess what? People say, well, that's not fair. But guess what? This man did not focus on the fact that he didn't have his limbs. It didn't shut his mouth. Now he's a coach for a, a program that's very successful. This guy is doing his thing. We have to allow ourselves to recognize that life has dealt us a hand and that hand that you've been dealt is the hand that you are meant to, 
meant to master and to utilize in order to accomplish whatever life has placed you here for at this particular time. And it's up to you to determine that. Your success is never based on how you uh, you compare yourself to others. It's based completely on how you compare yourself to you. And how well you utilize that is based on how you compare yourself to the word of God as a believer. Third John chapter one, verse two says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. I love that word prospers. The word there for prospers is you would do you would do you would do is a um, is the word that it literally means success. It literally means success. So that verse could say, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest be successful and that you would and be in health even as your soul succeeds. You have to become, you have to have a, a success mindset. You, that has to be your heart you have to have in your soul, you have to be a, have a successful soul. That means your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. You have to be successful in your mind. You have to be successful in your heart. And you have to be successful in your emotions. We're going to be talking about that. I want to break those down. Um, but for now, just remember these things, man. You Don't be lazy. Don't make excuses. Don't use your, don't let anybody else define who you are. It's time for you as a business owner to take your business to another level. Focus on making sure that you give the world the, the highest quality of the kingdom of God that you can give to them and allow God to use your life and your light as a, as a, as a guide for the, those that are sitting in dark places. I'm Bear Williams. Hopefully this was somewhat helpful. We're going to be getting working on, on these uh, podcasts a lot more. I'm really excited about this. And thank you again for joining me on Transform. Have a great day. Bye-bye.